Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the official policy or position of the UP Medical Student Society, the featured organizations, or the UP College of Medicine. Hello everyone and welcome to the Tao Rintala 47 podcast series. I am EJ Ramoreras from the UP Medical Student Society here to let the voice of the scholar be heard as we listen to these stories from some of my fellow medical students from the UP College of Medicine. Today's topic is about the uncertainties in medical education brought about the pandemic. So to help me discuss this very timely topic, I have with me today some special guests from the UPCM class of 2025. The UPCM class of 2025 is the batch born in the midst of the pandemic. Their dreams of walking Calderon have been replaced with pixels staring back at them and sound waves they hear through electronics. Despite all this, the fire to become six-star physicians, to serve the underserved, and to see the light in the horizon is burning brighter than ever within them all. They stand firm, they speak out, and they dare to be. Again, from the UPCM class 2025, we have Betts and Vernon. Hello, guys. EJ, thank you so much for the invite. I'm looking forward to this topic, Grabe. So glad to be here today. Hi, everyone. I'm Betts, and I'm really excited to be with you today, Vernon and EJ. All right, so how timely is it to talk about how this new setup in med school is no so far especially that we're slowly going deep into this sem so how's your semba so far guys it's going good so far we've been around two months some of a bit yeah around two months Alam mo, ej when we got this topic we were actually really really excited because there's so much things we could talk about and sobrang timely talaga siya ngayon Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree. Like, this topic is really ripe with discussion. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of insights, and so will our listeners. Yeah, definitely. So, it would also be very interesting to hear from the babies of the college, of course, your class, and yes. know how different their welcoming to med school is from, say, mine or the rest of our listeners. So, when we were freshmen so many years ago, Oh, I'm sure a lot of our fellow med students who are listening to us right now have very fond memories of their first year in med school. So for me as a clerk, we started our online classes last August. And even if we already sort of experienced this online learning during our ECQ SEM last school year when we were just like thrown out of PGH so suddenly, I'm, I can say that it's still a big adjustment period because when we started this SEM, like from having to deal with really slow internet to fully changing our learning styles. So I wonder how it is for the rest of our students. Can you guys share to us how this current system of remote learning is going for them? I think no. In the midst of the pandemic, as we all know, naman, the field of education still decided to push through this academic year to get a better grasp of the current situation of online learning. Let's talk about some statistics that we were able to gather from the back other people in UPCM. Yeah, that's right, Bernan. As you can see in the news and in different social media platforms, online learning seems to be more challenging to the students and the faculty, especially in terms of connectivity. Based on the data given by the Opisina ng UP faculty region from the BOR briefing, among 36,000 respondents around the UP system, around 81% of the respondents have full access to internet connectivity, particularly in UP Diliman, which has the highest number of student population. Meanwhile, 19% of the total respondents do not have a stable access to the internet, and 5% among them do not have access at all. Grabe, that's actually so sad to hear. Even if only a small number of respondents do not have a stable connectivity, 
it's a big factor to consider. Think about it this mm-hmm. way, ah. Sa UP Manila, 78% of the 4,815 respondents have full connectivity. So you might say, wow, that's a lot. Parang dami naman nun. But, have to remember that 8% have no stable access and additional 13% have access at all. So imagine wow. that. That's almost 20%. So roughly 800 students being left behind. Wow, that's, that's right. Like 13% is still a relatively large percentage. Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree, no? Because it definitely highlights how this remote learning could be disadvantageous for some. So how about you guys? How has this affected your class? Well, okay, now let's zoom in, pun intended, with the statistics of our batch. So majority of us, fortunately, have access to the internet. We are 179 in total, in which 106 are staying in the province and 71 are in the city. And we actually have two of our batchmates who are currently abroad. Good thing they also have full connectivity. On the other hand, among our batchmates who are staying in the province, 20 of them experience stable access less than 50% of the time. And sadly, there are six people experiencing difficulties with their connectivity for the whole day, while a batchmate of ours only has access once or twice a week. It's nice to hear that most of us have internet access. So, as we said a while ago, we still can't remove the fact that there are some poor batchmates who are struggling with connectivity. Mismo, I consider myself lucky to have a relatively stable internet. Mm-hmm. There are times that I'm going to disconnect from synchronous classes because of my internet connection. important parts. Yeah, I know. I, I hope we could all manage to get through this online setup. Yeah, I agree, no? Because, like, even us, na nag-SGDs, like, especially this week, like, we had SGDs every day this week. It's already a norm to record the SGDs kasi may iba talaga na na-disconnect um, while we're doing the SGD. So, if... But yes, we'll get through this. And, you know, hearing about these statistics makes me wonder how much of an impact this learning system is going to have on everyone else in the long run. Especially since you guys are only freshmen and you will be adjusting to med school life online. For sure, it's going to be a really, really big adjustment for us. Yeah, and to add to that, like this whole experience is really just historic because it's the first time classes are being fully held online and not just classes, like everything else. Yeah, everything else, talaga. Like even the extracurricular life. I think that's also what makes UPCM nice because eh? there's so many things outside school that that's happening and you guys are experiencing it online. I think historic is one way to describe it, yes. But since this is also the first time for everyone else, I think it would be interesting to know how medical schools and um, other institutions are responding to this, right? I think that's a, that's a really valid point and actually a good point of discussion. We as med students, we're very important constituents when it comes to these things. I think naman, it's safe for us to ask, ano bang adjustments ang ginagawa ng mga different institutions regarding this online learning setup? Mm-mm. Yeah, definitely. I know a lot of people, including myself, who had some doubts and worries about the migration to online classes. So I think, you know, it's only fitting to evaluate how the situation has been handled and is being handled right now. Obviously, the quality of education during this online setup is going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. Mo, it's a lab, walang hands-on activities, kahit mm-hmm. cadaver dissection, most likely online siya. I can't even imagine yung clerkships for you, Ate EJ. Yeah. Kami yeah, yeah. online online clerkship. True. Like, the in our batch, Vernon, they had to adjust our curriculum because they moved all of our OS subjects with dissection to the second semester. But of course, that's assuming that we'll actually go back by next sem. Yeah, and we don't yeah. know if that's going to happen. 
Yeah, that's true. Like, actually, my classmates and I actually talked about how different it would be for you guys. I'm sure I'm speaking for everyone. Like, we know that it's start of your dissection season. Because amoy na amoy talaga sa calderon yung formalin. Like, you know from the first floor pa lang, kahit nasa third floor yung dualan where you have your CADs. Alam na alam mo talaga na dissection because you see the LU3s, sobrang sticky ng formalin on their scrubs and then you smell formalin everywhere. So I really hope you guys don't miss this experience, so to same. say. Yeah. Same, same. Like for me, nga, the closest I've gotten to dissection was in dissecting a cat. <laughs> like in bio. Yeah. Ako at least, I was one of the few lucky ones na naka-experience ng dissection. Even sa PT graduates, kami yung last batch na naka-handle ng ano, dissection. Yung lower year sa amin, wala nang ano, dissection na, ng cadavers oh. actually. Wow, smarte. This is also the first time in history where all classes are done exclusively online. So we, I'm sure, and alongside our profs, are still figuring out how to make this virtual learning work. Hmm. Yeah, but you know, like from what everyone has experienced so far, I'm sure that the quality of face-to-face classes is definitely more preferable because of the overall environment. Yep. I can't stress how much the online and physical environment of classes play a huge role in our learning as a student. Especially since technically, in that we're first-year students and we're all still adjusting. Yeah, as one of our batchmates said, nga. Merely the school environment and the presence of other classmates and an actual instructor being there, like physically, can really change the way we learn and absorb information. Aside from that, Kunwari, Hell Weeks, I'm sure you guys can relate to this also. Na like the mere thought of seeing your classmates that are suffering with you, or like they're also having all-nighters with you and all that is enough to provide comfort and push you through another day. But now we all have to migrate all of this online. Yeah, that's true. I think there's something really so comforting about suffering together. (laughs) A shared experience. But I really thought that online learning would actually be more chill. Because, you know, you're at home, you get to study at your own pace. Tapos lalo na pag asynchronous, parang wow, you get your own time. Mm-hmm. Pero grabe, wow, backlog nation. <laughs> oh my gosh, relate. Kasi diba nga, Vernon, before classes, we had that online HMX thing. So yeah. that was kind of our first taste into going through a synchronous kind of learning. And we had a lot of time. So at the time, akala ko chill lang, ganyan-ganyan. <laughs> Pero ngayon, the balance between synchronous and asynchronous, it's really hard because now we have to know how to balance them because if it's developed into a good system, it has the potential to be high yield in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think malaking factor din kasi yung asynchronous na, yung pagka-asynchronous niya, timed pa rin siya in a sense na ang one to four, tapos next day may asynchronous ka na naman. So parang, Asyn- synchronously asynchronous. Parang ganun yung dating niya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are definitely pros and cons when it comes to these sync and async classes. Like, on one hand, we could watch and re-watch the video lectures or even slow it down. You could rewind it as much as you want. But on the other hand, it's much, much easier to ask questions and get clarifications during synchronous sessions. Yeah, I agree. And there's also the pacing of the lessons that has a lot of us students struggling because not only was the semester shortened by two weeks, ha, but the mm-hmm. amount of deliverables as well and the time to study is so demanding, to say the least. I think this is one of the biggest factors that affected our learning. Talaga. Yeah. The shortened semester really contributed to the fast pacing. A lot of our batchmates feel like as if they're just studying to pass or fulfill requirements. I think a considerable amount of people even said that they don't really feel like they're absorbing anything there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kasi diba parang it says na we have to finish, for example, these two lessons in three hours or something. Pero diba yung isang video, kunwari 20 minutes lang, pero mga 
one to two hours ka nandun kasi you're trying to absorb the information. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah. time parang nawawala talaga. And I, I think we can't deny the fact that the online learning setup has definitely deprived us also of the complete medical education since there are no ward works and cadaver dissections. And, you know, it's also funny, like, when we have online SGDs, may mga time na sabay-sabay tayo nag-uusap, tapos sabay rin yung, ay, sorry, sige, ikaw muna. Yung mga ganun. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. kinds of, yeah, those kinds of um, situations. Diba, hindi naman siya super nangyayari kapag face-to-face. But, you know, everything's online now. I agree, no? The situation is all too new for everyone talaga. So super thankful din ako sa props natin because a lot of consideration and understanding is given to us yun nga, since everyone does not have equal resources to make online learning work for them. Yeah, I know we always say that we don't want anyone to be left behind. Unfortunately, the resources definitely play a big factor in the online learning setup since some don't even have stable internet connection like what we said earlier with the statistics. Or even laptops to begin with. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because especially in our country, we can't just assume that people have stable internet or even have like enough gadgets to go fully online. When we were suddenly thrown into this online SEM like last school year, I know the students and the admin really struggled to keep up. But now that we are in this new school year, I think our schools have had enough time naman to evaluate the student needs and provide some avenues for them to help. So can you tell us of how med schools have extended assistance to their students? Actually, I think I was very impressed when I read about this and I'm really happy na I think as far as I know, UP Manila's College of Medicine offered resources prior to classes, tama ba? Yeah, that's right. Like um prior to the beginning of classes, the college already sent out surveys regarding assistance for online learning resources like laptops, course packs, and even mobile data allowances. Grabe, this sounds so great talaga, especially since not everyone has the resources for online learning. Because diba, Bets, we actually have a batchmate pa who was able to benefit from this. Tapos super happy yeah. niya pa na shinare niya with the batch, to took a picture, diba? Nakatuwa yes, lang talaga. Wow. Yeah. So cute. Yeah, super <laughs> GVs talaga. Like, I remember when I saw that, parang, eh, um, at least, Uh, we're trying to help each other out during this really weird situation. But it's so funny because you know what I heard? I heard that there were some students who were actually clamoring for free iPads now. Because there are schools that actually gave their students free iPads or at least like gave them discounts. So speaking of other schools' bets, like, do you have any ideas? what assistance they have been giving to their students? Well, aside from the iPad anecdote that I said, I heard that there are some schools that actually offered USB course packs, but there were some that they had to pay for, so it's not really free. Grabe, sayang naman. Sana naman gawin nilang free. Oh, <laughs> It's quite unfortunate. I'd also like to share that a lot of schools, including UPM, have acquired online platforms like Canvas where they have provided training for professors. Yeah, right. Remember, Vernon, our first day of classes, we just had an orientation about Canvas. And I'm sure that the professors had their own even before that. So nowadays, everything is already on Canvas. So it's really important that everyone knows how to utilize it to their advantage. And I'm glad that the college really took the time to orient us and even the professors on how to use this platform. Yeah, grabe. Sobrang memorable ng orientation na yan. Kasi hindi <laughs> demo nila how to use Canvas. Yeah. Tapos naalala ko, wala pa akong Canvas noon. So, ako din. Ano, lang ako. Sabi ko, wow, ang ganda naman ito. <laughs> Pero it's really difficult kasi if you don't know how to navigate around Canvas, especially since every single requirement is posted there. Yeah, I feel like everything talaga and sometimes it gets so overwhelming like every time i look at it the deliverables keep piling up to no end and the notifications grabe, they never stop yeah that's all <laughs> i agree the workload does seem heavier no and i know for a fact that a lot of our classmates would agree with this 
Oh, that's interesting, no? Kasi for the clerks, I mean, we've heard about Canvas. Like, sure, tinanong kami ng president namin if nakatanggap kami ng email and all that. Pero we did not use it at all talaga. Like, like admittedly, I haven't even opened that email from Canvas. <laughs> Kasi everything for us, at least for our class, is on, ano, VLE. And that's actually interesting. Kasi, like, sobrang iba ng experience. New requirements ba yun na ina-upload nila? Is, is that why you yeah. have no tips? Like, parang may mga notifs na um, a new module has been posted or this has been unlocked, ganyan. So, talagang tuloy-tuloy uh, siya. Oh. And then, we also have oh. discussion boards there kasi dun kami nag-Q&A, ganyan-ganyan. So, every time there's a new comment from another batchmate, a notification comes. Tuloy-tuloy <laughs> oh, talaga yung notification. No, that's, that's interesting yung at least an hour VLE, no? Kasi nakapost na lahat. So, kita mo na yung load mo for the week and all mm. that. So, that's interesting mm. to hear. Yeah. Well, sa amin naman, parang nakapost therein most of it. Pero, syempre, may mga last-minute stuff na pinapost. Yung ganon. Oh. Uh, siguro sa amin yung different is every rotation may sariling channel. So, pagdating siguro sa rotation namin, for example, for my rehab next week, naayos na siya nung mga nag-rotate sa previous rehab. Kaya siguro ganun yung experience ko. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe. But it's interesting to hear, no, at EJ na iba pala yung platform na ginagamit nyo. Kasi actually ako, yeah. I thought the entire college moved to Canvas. Well, I thought the entire college was in VLE. <laughs> I was really surprised. I was really surprised to hear that. Yeah. Pero I think even naman if different platforms, we can say na medyo iba pa rin talaga yung workload kasi online tayo. Yeah, for sure. In the surveys that we released nga, the responses were unanimous saying that they actually felt that the workload is quite heavier during the remote learning setup compared to normal face-to-face classes. It feels like that the allotted time doesn't seem to be enough or parang they don't match with the mock schedule. Isang video parang nakakailang pause and rewind ako para lang maintindihan ko yung lesson. Parang oh. sobrang hirap. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm sure... A lot of our listeners relate to this, no? Nag-iiba rin kasi yung learning style mo when you're online or like when you're face-to-face. Kasi when you're face-to-face, I think it's easier siguro for all of us to practice or apply yung learnings. But if what you said nga online, it's hard to absorb everything. But it's good, no? That most med schools are somehow able to adjust with the academic version of this new normal. However, we can't deny the fact that we are all still trying to keep up with this fast-paced, but, you know, also slow-paced, but also fast-paced <laughs> setting. So, I'm sure there are other struggles our students are facing right now, aside from their academics, that stemmed out from the current situation. So, do you guys have some insights about this? You can see at EJ, online classes also gives us personal obstacles, aside from giving us the extra fatigue. No, Vernon? It feels like we are back to square one, actually, and we still haven't figured out how to thrive in this situation. Fortunately, the problems that arose because of online learning did not just stop stop there. Medical students are also facing changes and struggles in their personal life because of this new scenario. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. ako mismo, I experienced these changes personally, especially because we're stuck at home. And for sure, our batchmates and the medical students from other schools can relate to us because not just our educational life is what important to us. Like, everything about our life, our home life, our personal life, has really been impacted by this pandemic. Diba, pag nag-aaral ka, minsan, bigla may magsasabis sa'yo na, hala, kailangan mo maghugas ng pinggan. Yung ganun, so talagang, uh, yeah. <laughs> may overlap. I think, in fact, most of our batchmates here in UPCN, I'm sure as well as some first years sa uh, other schools, experienced changes in their household responsibilities na classes started. Pero thankfully, I've heard mm-hmm. stories naman na parents nila mas lenient para when it comes to their chores kasi naiintindihan naman daw nila yung setup pero I think marang a lot of them can't help but still feel guilty about mm-hmm. it I definitely feel the same way sa family ko nga 
um, we would usually have mga family game nights, kanyan-kanyan. Pero now, since I have to study, uh, hindi na namin masyadong nagagawa. Although, yun nga, some of our batchmates are still doing the regular household responsibilities, such as washing the dishes, doing groceries, cooking, and looking after their siblings whenever their parents aren't home. But you know, it's just super hard talaga to juggle your personal and student life all at once without boundaries. Yeah, like kunwari, nung last week, kasi everyday may SGDs, everyday may papers kami na kailang ipas. So, parang yung time blocking for me ng chores and schoolwork has to be done kasi medyo mahirap talaga na mawala yung train of thought mo when you're so deep into your paper na tapos pag natawag ka for a chore or something parang mawawala yung momentum mo like like do you guys also feel yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. You're in the zone na gagawin tapos yeah, yeah. Yeah, may interrupt sa'yo and you're like ah, my train of thought is gone. Yeah, and to think that ever since this quarantine setup started we were also Forced to have a shift in our lifestyle and everyday routine. And how we ask around our batchmates just to see how their lifestyle has changed aside from their responsibilities. The general response is that most of them are having a hard time studying at home because there is no clear delineation between work and rest. Yeah, honestly, like the majority of the students we interviewed across different schools say the same thing. And most of them have difficulties in pulling on all-nighter because of the physical and mental exhaustion of class. Wala ko naman kasi di talaga uma all-nighter kasi I really can't function without sleep. But you know, like some students from the other schools also say that the main reason for their difficulty in adjusting for studying is due to learning at home. Because, you know, a lot of us were used to studying outside in coffee shops. Whether alone or with other classmates. Like, ako nga, ano eh, para lang ma-feel ko na nasa coffee shop ako. I'll play na lang a coffee shop playlist while I'm studying. Ako hindi gagana yung coffee shop playlist yan sa akin, Bets. Baka makatulog ako. <laughs> Ay, nako, yun pa. Yung tulog-tulog na yan. Hirap. Pero yun nga eh, it's like we do not have the liberty over academics anymore. The saying goes, and the struggle is real. Yeah. But in fact, It's not just about the problems in dealing with study habits. The setups also snatched our time to do physical and recreational activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I can't really do the things that I want to do. And it's so wrong, sad. But, you know, let's not dwell on the sad part of our life. <laughs> Because, you know, actually, when we asked about the changes in the students' family relationships, Puti na lang, we gladly received positive responses naman. Yeah, I was happy to hear nga na meron tayong ilang batchmates na nag-share na parang they became closer with their family daw after being trapped in one roof this whole time. Parang they were able to spend more time together, mas nakapag-usap sila, mas nag-open up to each other. So I guess that's a nice way to look at things. Uh, yeah, because especially for me, no, because I've never been home this long for, say, um, ilang years na ba? Mga 10 years, siguro. Wow. Like, this is like, yeah, like, oh. like, I've been away from home, siguro 10 years na nga. And, and this whole time since naka-quarantine nga tayo, it's been nice to just sit back and relax with family. That's good to hear, EJ. A lot of students from other schools say that, This quarantine has given them that kind of experience that you have experienced. Because yun nga, they're allowed to have time not to bond and even goof around with their family. But, you know, unfortunately, there's some students who experienced otherwise. A few of our respondents mentioned that it took a while for them to adjust with the current setting. Since they were away from home during undergrad, some also mentioned that because of the heavy academic requirements, They couldn't even eat with their family together anymore. Grabe, yeah. ang hirap nun. Kasi super important pa naman for us med students Totoo. to support this. Mm-hmm. I hope that we will soon find ways to balance our time and cope with this new situation. Because I think yun naman talaga yung gusto natin lahat. So, laban tayo, guys! Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right, Vernon and Betts. Laban lang. And wow, this discussion is getting more and more interesting because we are seeing the side of 
students in this remote learning from different perspectives. And moving on, we can really see how this dynamics of online learning has changed how we conduct classes in this new normal. So what do you think are the experiences of med students with this kind of setup? I think the biggest challenge, though, which the banggit din kanina, is the drawing of your boundary yeah. between having your school life and your work life. As in, when we had face-to-face classes, it was much easier to relax and wind down when you're outside of the classroom. Because now, when you're at your home or your condo, which is your supposed safe haven where you can relax. It's now slowly becoming school and your home life is quickly being displaced by school. For me, my room is already becoming the classroom. But at the same time, it's really hard to focus kasi nandiyan lang yung kama mo, di ba? So talagang pwede ka matulog yeah. kahit kailan. <laughs> <laughs> Oo, sobrang tempting talaga, Betz Pran. Yeah. Sobrang Oo, tempting. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, people thought that with the asynchronous and synchronous setups, that we would have more time to study at our own pace. But in reality, kasi, we still have deadlines to meet. And on top of that, we have modules and lessons we have to start up or, as most of us, siguro, catch up on. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so, like, as we were saying, paulit-ulit naman na, generally, it does seem that the workload is much heavier. And actually, ang sad, kasi in some schools, we've heard that the admin um, thinks that just because we're at home, most of the time now, they can keep giving us work. So, talagang that delineation is really fuzzy right now. Yeah. Especially when you're left na thinking na maybe I'm not studying enough or is it is everything I know now enough since most I self-study like it's really hard to test if my direction by yung, yeah. yung mo and all yeah. that to add to that nga alam mo yung pag face-to-face kasi you don't really have to think about masyado parang the flow of your day or like the yeah, week yeah. kasi you just go with the flow with the rest of your batch parang you just parang fish lang tayo going with the school of fish yeah. Everything feels so cramped talaga. And in reality, it is. It took time to prepare kasi for online classes. And this ate away a month or so of regular class time. Mm-hmm. And so far, we are trying to fit a four-month schedule into a three-month one. So sacrifices and decisions really had to be made. Yeah, and but usually, it's the professors who are much ahead of the students. Like, they always know what to say. They know what to answer on. But with this online setup, it seems like the students and the professors are simultaneously learning, especially in this new terrain of online or remote learning. Aside from the learning curve, because of this new platform, are some students and professors who are not blessed with good internet and some even ex- experience power outages. I could just imagine that this is so hard na isipin mo, ano ba, even sa professors natin na uh, they're giving a lecture, di ba? Tapos parang, di ba, Beth, meron sa prof natin na nasalita siya, tapos biglang mapuputol yes. pala. E- e- like, every 15 yeah. minutes, tapos ukulitin niya ulit lahat ng oh, sinabi oh. niya. Like, sobrang hirap nun. Tapos minsan, parang our professors pa mismo yung nadi-disconnect and then we're just there and we're, okay, so what do we do now? Diba? As in, <laughs> ay, naku. Oo, grabe. Kakatawa na lang. Yeah, and I can also totally relate dun sa sinabi ni Vernon about power outages. No? One time, may SGD kami at 8, pero paggising ko ng 7, walang kuryente. Oh, no. so, oh so, I was like, uh... What do I do? <laughs> so, yan. So, medyo mahirap nga na you have online SGDs. And you can't control naman yung power outages. And even for people, actually, who have the means to pay for an internet connection, it's still a financial burden for some. And kahit looking at the financial aspect, one time, we were having a plenary session. Tapos, we were asked to have a break. Tapos, we were going to have a quiz now after. Mm. Eh, hindi ko alam. Akala ko, the whole time, naka-mute lang. Yung pala, napulol na yung internet ko. Oh, no? Tapos natin, ano ko yung batchmate ko? Start na ba yung quiz? 
Sabi sa akin, wala ka patapos na yung quiz. Wala. Oh no! Tapos, ano pa yun? I remember pa, Vernon, parang it's not just yung having a modem or whatever. It's yung data charges, yung ganyan. Kasi alam ko, meron tayong mga uh. classmates who really have to, parang binubukod talaga nila yung data nila para sa class for today. Uh, so, yun nga, financial burden talaga siya for some. And when it comes to the actual classes, di ba, we have mostly asynchronous and then we have synchronous Q&A sessions. And you're given this schedule to follow with time allotments. Yun nga, like what we said earlier, it's just so hard kasi to understand the content with just one viewing and you end up yeah. spending more time than you should. And the topics in the modules, like, just start to pile up. Like, ako kasi, ang aking learning style is kailangan ko mag-notes. Pero napakatagal, di ba? Kasi mag-notes ka pa, tas manonood ka. So, talagang mahirap. I had to adjust my learning style din. Kasi sobrang, hindi ko talaga alam saan ko ilalagay yung pagdating ko ng notes. And to add to that stress, the actual exam, abe, super ibang level oh, din yung yeah. stress. I remember panicking so much, grabe. Kasi sabi sa canvas, when you're inactive daw for mga 30 seconds, ma-plug ka as a special, so parang baka cheating daw. So grabe, nung, nung nag-take ako ng print exam, scroll ako ng scroll, <laughs> tapos click ako ng click sa choices, like, like click, 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 click. <laughs> Kaya nung second exam, nag-release ng uh, new guidelines yung pro, na bawal na raw mag- ng maraming choices. Hindi, <laughs> masuspicious para ko yun. Diba? It's overhearap. Kasi, I remember before, they gave the option na gusto nyo ba may Zoom proctoring, ganyan-ganyan. Kaya lang, mas mahirap kasi mas malakas pa yun sa data ng iba. Kaya, ang mm-hmm. hirap kasi if you think about it, like valid din naman that they want to have these kinds of policies. Because, Yeah, yeah. They're trying to kind of control it as much as they can. Pero, yun nga. It's really hard with these exams. Tapos, ano pa di ba, Vernon? As in, yung time limit. Nandun talaga. As in, tita mo talaga, like, hour left. Tapos, oh, oh, oh tapos sila may notification pa na, this exam will be submitted in 30 minutes. As in, gano'n Oh, 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 to make sure you're not cheating. Wow. I could just imagine yung setup na yun. Grabe, sobrang you have to prepare it. Tapos yung data, yung kinakain ng the oh. internet. Grabe, so, so much things to consider. So, sobrang thankful pa rin ako na our professors are trying to accommodate True. us. For you ba, the EJ, like how are your exam experiences? Kasi di ba VLE yung setup niyo? Yeah. So real funny when I hear about your story. You know, flat kayo, <laughs> as suspicious and all that. Everybody's sus right now. <laughs> o yung ano kasi sa VLE, parang wala namang ganun. Mayroon time limit, nagka-countdown rin siya, pero it's just there. Hindi siya glaring. And I haven't heard sa VLE at least yung magsasabi na, uy, nag-cheat ka kasi hindi ka naggumalaw. Yeah, I know. Ang daming added stressors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and to add to that, diba, when we're preparing for these exams, there are people now who love to study outside their houses or their condos. And this pandemic really took that away from them. So that even adds yeah. to the blurring between the home and school life. Kasi yun nga, pati yung classroom mo naging testing center. <laughs> oh, kasi staying at home naman kasi, parang for most of the time, it's hard to discipline yourself. To study at home. Tapos wala, you end up sleeping more than you should. Well, I think all of us naman, parang we grew up knowing na school, pagpapasok ka, doon ka mag-aaral. Pag uwi mo, pahinga ka. Yeah. Hindi ba pwede ngayon puro pahinga na lang. Tsaka oh. <laughs> syempre, yeah. di ba Vernon, kapag nasa class tayo, after a while, masakit na likod mo, so pupunta ka na sa kama, ganyan-ganyan. Mamaya, <laughs> pag gising mo, nagsasank you, dok. Oh, no. Ay, no. Super hard. 
And yun nga, diba, like we said nga kanina, we have those batchmates who are abroad. So, imagine the time difference. So, they end up mm-hmm. going to school at night and then they sleep all day. Uh, and because of that, hindi nila maiiwasan that they end up missing family events. Because of that kind of schedule, mm-hmm. meron akong SGD mate. I think nag-SGD kami around 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. na noon. Mm-hmm. Tapos it was around 3 or 4 a.m. sa kanila. Sobrang iniisip ko, gising siya ng mga 4 a.m. Sa tutulog siya kung kailan gising yung pamilya niya. Yeah. Grabe, that must be so hard na you're missing activities of your family. Pero it's interesting to hear, kahit naman nung face-to-face, like, hindi talaga maiiwasan na med students would miss family events because they have school. Pero hearing na kahit during online class when we're all at home na Uh, people are still missing these family events. It's kind of sad to hear that. Yeah, because everything seems heavier, not just the workload, just the overall stress because of the setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah there are actually some who wear school clothes while going to class or doing work just so that they can feel like they're in school. And then they change to pambahay once they're done. It really seems like a good way to somehow draw boundaries. Mm-hmm. Tapos may isa tayong classmate bets na exam, naka-ano talaga siya, naka-uniform, naka-white uniform. O, oh, diba? Naka-feel na feel siguro yung exam. O, oh, diba? Tapos wow. siguro naka-nameplate pa lahat-lahat. O, oh, diba? Actually, ako nga, I also do that. Well, not naman sa uniform. Where I wear going out clothes kapag may pasok. Especially kapag may mga SGD, ganyan-ganyan. Para lang ma-feel mo rin na parang may ganda moment ka, diba? Kasi kung nakapambahay ka lang all day, parang... Hi, we're here up So those are ways where we can actually draw those boundaries. And it's really important to do those things. Because right now, every waking moment feels like there's so much work to be done. And sleeping eight hours a night seems to be a luxury already. Yeah, it can feel like that sometimes. They always say that you shouldn't feel guilty for resting. Especially now that the work never seems to end. Some of us feel like we're just studying to pass rather than True. to learn. Mm-hmm. Like yun nga, it's so sad because as future health professionals, we're, we're learning about how to take care of people, how to take care of health, ganyan. Pero tayo mismo, hindi natin apply And it really does seem that things are looking bleak and exhausting. But you know, it's so heartwarming to see that our faculty is super understanding. Yeah, totoo yun. I really appreciate that the feedback system is not just one way. They give feedback to us, pero we also give feedback to them on how to improve this. And they're really, really receptive about it. It really goes to show how education should be a partnership between the students and the faculty. Where we both learn from each other, Dapat. You're right, Renan. We really need to work together, especially if we want to go through these challenges brought about by both medical school and also the pandemic. Hearing that, the road to becoming a doctor was never an easy one, uh, even before the pandemic. But now with the pandemic, I'm sure there are aspiring doctors who are now a little apprehensive joining the medical field, especially when they see all the struggles, all the risks that come with being a doctor. But despite all of the uncertainty in the world today, it's amazing to think that it didn't stop my batchmates, I think it did also stop your batchmates from pursuing your dreams. Has this pandemic changed by your goal of becoming a doctor, or at least redefine what it means for you to be a healthcare provider? Well, actually, at the EJ, talagang this COVID-19 pandemic has really brought the field of healthcare into the spotlight. Because you know, it's our doctors and the nurses who have been at the front lines, treating those who have yeah. come down with the virus, while also having to find ways to safely provide care to their non-COVID patients. So for sure, this has really impacted our perspectives in the whole role of becoming a healthcare provider. Yeah, and I think diba, while we all look up to them, we applaud them for their brave efforts as frontliners, also can't help but fear for them as well. Mm-hmm. They're directly exposed to the virus, which makes them vulnerable. Plus, aside from that, grabe, isipin niyo yung family nila. For them to be a frontliner, they have to be away from their families. Yeah. Parang may ibang pictures pa nga na uuwi yung tatay, tapos hindi niya man lang mahahug oh. yung anak niya kasi galing siya sa 
hospital. Tapos yun nga, I'm sure we've all heard na some of our institutions, very own doctors, lost their lives in the fight against COVID-19. Yeah. yeah. So it's really a life and death kind of situation happening now. And for mm-hmm. us future healthcare professionals, it is understandably frightening for some to see the risks that come with a job, especially in trying times like this. It is inevitable for us to begin to doubt our pursuit of this path when we get a grasp of just how truly difficult it can be. Kami sa clerks na medyo sure na daw yung admin that they're gonna bring us back to PGH for next SEM. All the risks the job entails really gives us a lot of uncertainties. Pero, I mean, this is the dream and this is what we want to do naman. So, you just have to weigh all of these thoughts while we're actually waiting to be put inside PGH next SEM. Yeah, and for sure, like, yung mga families nyo, sobrang kinakabahan, no? They are. They all are. Yun nga eh, parang all of a sudden, regardless of kung anong elyo ka, mm-hmm. road to MD isn't turning out to be as straight or as a clear-cut path as it once was. Ayun, while these doubts became a barrier to pursuing medicine for some, also can forget that along with the health crisis, came an economic crisis as well. The economic climate we face today is another hurdle some of us had to overcome in order to push on with chasing our dreams of becoming doctors. That's so true, Vernon. Like, in this setup, it just shows na mahirap talaga to have one over the other. Dapat economics and the healthcare system should be coming together. And yun nga, that's true. We also We always need to keep in mind that Entering medical school, despite all of these struggles, is really a commitment. Talagang ginusto natin to. Yeah. And it really mm-hmm. requires a lot of invested time and resources, which in a way is a good thing. Because after all, on the bright side, I think it's best we also remember that pushing through and being where we are today really takes strength. And we're still standing mm-hmm. strong. Yes, tamayan. That's our bad Stay strength. <laughs> And yeah, well, like we all said earlier, given that the current online learning situation, everything isn't optimal. Yeah, but however, we aren't letting these setbacks hinder us from upholding our commitment to pursue medicine. While this pandemic has definitely highlighted our doubts and our fears, we also saw that now more than ever, our country really needs a stronger healthcare system. And we will be the ones at the front lines when the time comes. And the future of our nation's health will then be in our hands. That is really nice to hear, no? especially from you guys that are just starting your med school journey. So it really is so easy to feel dejected when you're faced with the realities of our healthcare system, plus this online setup pa for med school. Uh, definitely. Nonetheless, we remain inspired by the frontline heroes today. But I think we also need to be aware of the flaws in the healthcare system that were exposed in the manner by which our government has been dealing with this pandemic. For many of us, our resolve to become doctors has never been stronger, most especially now that we can clearly see how much more work has to be done. Yeah, and you know, with most crises, it is the less fortunate who have suffered the most from Mm -hmm. the effects of the pandemic and the quarantine. And the need to serve the underserved is exceedingly relevant today, and it will continue to be. And it's really up to us to bravely choose to continue to stay on this path in order to make a difference in the future. After all, we, the youth, are the future in more ways than one. Yeah, that's true. And as we continue to find more ways to cope and adapt to online learning with our remote learning strategies, we need to remember our whys. Despite our difficulties, we need to be mindful of our motivations to keep going and continue to dare to be XXD. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, for now, we should take comfort in the fact that we are in this together and make the most out of the situation. Whether it's face-to-face or it's online, every day is still a chance for us to learn, bringing us one step closer to that one day of being of service to others as doctors. 
I'm really looking forward to that day. And I'm sure our other batchmates are as well. At the same time, as LU3 students, we should also enjoy this journey of getting to that day. And there's nothing wrong with taking things one day at a time or one hour at a time, one requirement at a time. And hopefully, we will also finally meet each other face-to-face soon. Yeah, grabe. I can't wait to meet you guys and even your upper class. Yeah, na natin as si Ate EJ, grabe. True. I want to meet, I wanna meet as people True, as in the whole na. UPCM community, no? As in, parang, I can't wait to really experience the real UPCM life. Oh, tara, papag-GA tayo, bet. <laughs> Totoo. Papa-FOP kami ulit. <laughs> I really want to meet you guys, Naren, and all your other batchmates. It's truly inspiring and empowering to hear you guys that are still very hopeful despite our situation. And even though we still have a really long way to go, we just need to keep pushing on and trusting the process. And hopefully, we'll all get out of this safely. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today for our podcast. I thank you rin so much, Ate EJ. It was our pleasure talaga to be here with you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Ate EJ and Vernon. I really enjoyed our discussion today. Yes. Yeah. Again, to all of our listeners, remember, school in general is hard right now, but there are still ways that we can cope. Hopefully, we all get through this. With that, our podcast for today has ended. Thank you to all those who listened as we let our voices be heard. This is EJ Ramoreras and hope you drop by again next time for the next episode of TRP 47 Voices. This episode of TRP 47 Voices is brought to you by the UP Medical Student Society and the UPCM Class of 2025, as well as our media partner, WhenInManila.com. Once again, Tao Rin Pala is our way of giving back to the community. All proceeds for this event will go to the Aurora A. Quezon Elementary School, the Kulay Group of Artists, and the UPMSS COVID-19 Drive. If you are interested in donating, our list of donation channels are included in the description of this post. For more information, visit our official Facebook page and Twitter account at Taorinpala.